So the last time, on the last episode, I was jealous. I was really jealous because you were wearing your Lee's McRae. So I brought out national champions, Clemson. Do you have a national championship? We do not. Okay. Welcome back to another Gear and Review. This is Bobby Ratu and the great, wonderful, creative Mark, Mark Berry. Mark Berry. From Lee's McRae. From Lee's McRae. Is that a little shout out? Yes. I want to know where, where is Lee's McRae? It's in Banner Elk, North Carolina, a beautiful place. Where is Banner Elk? Is it like in the Appalachian Mountains? Set to, way up in the mountains. Way up in the mountains. Can you ski there? Oh, yes. A lot of skis. It's the bedrock of the economy. Oh. So today we're talking about time-lapse. Not yes, just time-lapse cameras, just in time-lapse in general. Why do we do it? Um, but before we get started on this gear and review, we're going to give a little shout out to our friends at Touchpoint Media. If it wasn't for the Touchpoint Media Network, we would not have a show. That's right. And it's pretty cool. So go to touchpoint.health to check it out. Um, real quick, we're talking time-lapse. We are recording this in video. So for all you audio lovers that listen to us on the podcast, we will be uploading this later at a certain time for a video version of this so you can see the gadgets. So super excited about that. Yep. We are recording this on a Canon M50 with a Rode mic on top and then using a Taz cam with a hung mic to record this as well, which is kind of cool. We're using the gear we talk about. That's right. And so anyway, today, time-lapse. Why time-lapse? Why do you like time-lapse? Well, I just love the way it looks. I mean, the, aesthetic, the aesthetics of it appeal to me, but there's a lot of uses for it. Uh, construction sites like to use them. Uh, clients like to use them to just show passage of time. Uh, sometimes it's used for just pure artistry, just to show that really cool, uh, passage of time with blurred shutter and all that cool stuff and a lot of things that's really kind of came up in the past few years is panning time lapses ah. yeah, which we're going to talk about a little bit later and apple recently added time lapse to their iphone line so it's it's just one of those things sometimes it's uh not necessarily practical to use it but you use it anyway just because it's, it's just really cool it's just a cool thing to do well one of the things that i think i get hung up on on time lapses is that you have to get dedicate so much time to it. You have to leave oh, a camera yeah. Yeah. and set it up somewhere for a period of time to actually see change. Yeah, I've been at events before and someone's asked me, hey, can you set up a time lapse real quick and you know get a, like a 10 minute time lapse? And I was like, sure, but 10 minutes in a time lapse is like a three second video. Right. So you, to your point, sometimes you, you have to have at least a good hour minimum to have a really good time lapse. So um, one of the first time lapses that we really worked on for a client perspective was a construction project for our friends at Homes of Hope. Right. Um, they are a, a group out of Greenville, South Carolina that have spread um, all over the South. Mm -hmm. They're similar to Habitat for Humanity, but they build homes for individuals that normally don't have access to good housing. Right. And so they were showing one of their houses being built and they wanted a time lapse from the very beginning of construction until the very end. Right. That was how long? It was about four months. I think. Four months yeah. from the moment they poured the footers, right? Yeah. And we didn't have any equipment at the time that was, that was capable of a true four month time lapse. So we picked up the first product we're gonna talk about, which is the Brino TLC 200. And it comes with like a little um, casing for it. What yep. 
Um, that's just to protect it against the elements, which is why it's good for construction because right. this thing sat uh, mounted to a telephone pole or a power pole for the for the whole construction. Right. And rain and whatever else was out there, like all the elements pounded this thing and protected the camera. So that's really what the Brino uh, TLC 200 is made for is construction type. Uh, uh, outdoor events. Outdoor events, that kind of thing. It's not exactly the most artistic or creative tool you can use, but it gets the job done and it, got, it, it really served us well on that shoot. Now it pretty much takes a picture on every interval that we specify. So right. if it's like two, in, two pictures a day or one picture a day or 20 right. pictures a day, and then it creates a movie out of that those pictures. Is that correct? Right, and that's actually one of the benefits of this particular model is it takes a lot of the technical work out for people who just want a good time-lapse video. It does all the formatting for you. Like Bobby said, it just snaps a photo for whatever interval you set it at, and then it creates the video. You don't have to take it into Premiere and do all this stuff. It just spits out a file that you can use immediately for whatever purpose you have it for. So it's a really good, simple tool to get you up and running. Uh, it has night vision capabilities. It's, it's, it is high definition. So what um, does it shoot at at high definition? So is it 720p, 1080p? It's, it can shoot at 1080p, but the bit depth is not quite what you would get on a larger camera. Uh, but it, it's it's a really good start for someone who's interested in time lapse. Tell, I think it's interesting what we learned on that project is that we put it on a telephone pole mm -hmm. and we had to actually get the power company to come out and authorize us to get on the telephone pole right. to put it up there. Yep. And then once we put it up there for four months, we thinking, oh, it's going to be great, which it really was. It was great. Mm -hmm. But it was in... Uh, the house was situated around some trees. Yeah. And so the sun would rise and fall and you would see the shade going past the house every day. Yeah. And it was almost like it, you would see a wave go through it every day as a oh, yeah. trees, 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 trees. Yeah. Well, for a time-lapse that's almost half a year, which is what that one was, I think we set it at take a photo every three hours or something, which for construction is not much. And like Bobby said, the shadows were just whipping across that video because you had four months of the sun going up and down, you know, passing by really quickly. So it kind of jarred us a little bit, but we learned yep. from that. And next time we will stay away from the trees. Yes, we will We will work with our clients to think about the trees around yes. as it relates to the sun and how it will impact it. Yes. Um, so let's talk about some other products that we got. We've got also got uh, the Orbit uh, 364K. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about this product on a previous gear and review, and I love it because it actually is a 360 camera. Right. So it has two lenses, one on the front, one in the back, so it can see in 360. Mm -hmm. But it also does a time lapse as well. It does a time lapse video and 360 view. Yeah. Um, you have to export that file into the editor to spit it out in the 360 view that you want. Um, which could be um, be able to pan around and look at it. You see that in Facebook now where you upload it oh, yeah. and you can kind of use your cursor to move around or your phone to turn it, your phone, and see all the different views. But it will create the time lapse like that. Or you can do these uh, earth views where you're looking down on a big circle oh, yeah, and it'll do planet. the happy planet. Yeah. But this is another camera that you can do a time lapse and you can actually pick the lens that you want to do the time-lapse on. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to do 360 view, you can do one, one lens or the other, and it will provide very similar to like a GoPro. A GoPro is another great tool 
that we don't have one with us, but you can use your phone to control the time-lapse. You can set the camera up with the battery and the time-lapse will go. But those are really simple, basic little pieces kind of like this really fits into a smaller budget. This was what, 300 bucks. Mm -hmm. This is about 500, a GoPro's five to $600. And with all the other accessories you're gonna buy. Let's talk about the time-lapse with the 5D Mark IV. That was one of the new option upgrades from the 5D Mark III right. DSLR. Talk about this guy. Yeah. Well, I've used the, the, the time-lapse feature on this quite a few times, and it's actually pretty robust. You know, as we've talked about this before, but you know, the 5D Mark IV brings a lot of creative options to the table, lens changes, things like that. And within a time-lapse format, you can really make some cool looking stuff. I, I actually time-lapsed a dinner one time and I, uh, I set the shutter speed exactly where I wanted it and, and it created a kind of a blur to the time-lapse, something that you couldn't achieve with something like the TLC. And so that's what the 5D does. It brings a lot of artistic options to the table. And you see, I haven't mounted to the Ronin S again, like on the last episode. And the reason for that is the Ronin S now has software compatibility where you can link it to the 5D and program the Ronin S to slowly pan over the course of a few hours while the time-lapse is going on the 5D and you can create a panning time-lapse, a high quality panning time-lapse, which I've done a few times and it's really cool. You control it from the Ronin app on your iPhone connects directly to the Ronin S. There is a small uh, piece of hardware you'll need. It's a little wire that connects from the Ronin S to the camera just so they can talk to one another. And it just snaps a really nice photo for whatever interval you've programmed it to snap the photo at. And the Ronin will automatically pan with it. And you can do all sorts of cool things. You can, can have it pan and tilt up, uh, whatever you want it to do. I, I went to Clemson for a, a shoot one time and did a really nice painting time-lapse of uh, amphitheater filling up and it just looked really cool. Uh, that's really the one of the best ways I know of to get a painting time-lapse. There are a few little things you can add on to the TLC to get a painting time-lapse with, but when it comes to quality and artistic options, this is one of the coolest things and uh, I think it's gonna improve as time goes on, but even at this base sort of set up. Uh, I love the results so far. Let's talk about areas that we've done time lapses that we never would have thought of before. Mm -hmm. um, I think back to when we were in Hilton Head uh, mm -hmm. with our Qualivis friends. Yeah. Um, they are a healthcare staffing group and we were doing helping them capture the event yeah. and we're trying to find unique ways uh, to make that event look even more interesting mm -hmm. other than your typical event photography and videography. And so we did some time lapses where I think I remember you setting it up right where people were coming in and out of a lobby area, um, uh, signing in and registering. Talk about the vi uh, some of the spots that you picked as neat visual pieces that we typically would have never done if we didn't have a time lapse. Well, it's funny. That's actually the dinner I was referring to earlier. Oh, okay. It was the Qualibus event. And what I did was I did a series of time lapses. I would go to where they were actually getting the food, you know, do a couple of hours there, get a couple of hours of the whole uh, venue filling up. And using these different time lapses, I was able to string them together to kind of create this feeling of watching the event come to life for the viewer. 
And I, that's that's something that you can't achieve that in other ways, but a the time-lapse really worked well for that. Um, I like time-lapses in the edit bay, and Mark may have a different position about this, but capturing time-lapses are great pieces of content. Mm -hmm. um, from a content perspective, I like time-lapses uh, for social media. Sometimes it's really good to put up a time-lapse of an event and use that as a way, an entry gate, into giving something for people to look at that's different by putting maybe some text on top of that video mm -hmm. that would be information. Or it could just be a video of a time-lapse showing um, an event where a room is filling up as you get people excited about coming. So time-lapses for social media work really well mm -hmm. because they can be short clips that you can post on uh, through content mm -hmm. that allow that add content pieces to your social media content calendar. Mm -hmm. But it's also really great filler content and texture content yeah. for videos. Many times we're looking for editing shots. You know, we're mm -hmm. cutting from an interview to this and we don't have anything to go to. Mm -hmm. A time-lapse is a great cutting shot from one piece to the next that allows you sometimes to fade into a time-lapse mm -hmm. and then fade back out. And it catches people's attention, it keeps the edit moving on and it keeps yeah. people engaged in that video. So it's almost like eye candy. I like it for the edit bay as eye candy, mm -hmm. but I also really love it for social media content, especially for your content marketers where you're trying to find new stuff to put out that's eye-catching and appealing that when people are scrolling through their timelines, they stop and want to look at it and maybe read your copy that they put along with it. What are some other things that get you excited about using time-lapse uh, for some of the projects we do? Well, like you said, it is good eye candy. So it's definitely an eye-catcher. And uh, what, what gets me excited about it is a workflow like time-lapse video, you know, it has obvious use cases like right. production and things like that, but there's a whole ocean of other possibilities you can use it for, you know. Uh, it, and I like to discover those. Huh. So um, I've discovered a few, yep. like the narrative storytelling yep. and things like that, social media, eye candy, but I want to see what else time-lapse can be used for. Huh. Um, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Last thing I want to leave with a lot of you content marketers and healthcare marketers, um, most of you are saying, well, I can't spend 500 bucks on that little camera or 300 bucks on this camera. I've got my iPhone. Can I just do it on my iPhone? Well, yes, it's yes, got that time-lapse function built in it. Yep. And then you can either edit it right there in your photos area, mm -hmm. or you can take it into iMovie on your phone and add text and, and uh, music to it. Mm -hmm. So your phone has the capabilities. The one thing I would say for a time-lapse perspective, if you're gonna use your phone, don't hold it like this to do a time-lapse because your, your hands move and it's not gonna be a crisp piece of video. Find a way to prop it somewhere where it will stand up and you can capture video of an event where it can stand up and hold itself ver on horizontal or vertical to do that time-lapse so it's a consistent shot. Yeah. So find a good solid place. They make a lot of tripod holders for this or little, um, little stands to put it on, or you can just set it on a bookshelf, whatever you may be. But if you're gonna use this, find a solid place to set it, the iPhone, to do a time-lapse on a table or a shelf or a little tripod. Yeah, because any movements made during the time lapse are going to be amplified when you play it back. It's Absolutely. really quick and jarring for the viewers. So. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode right. of The Gear and Review. From the national champions, Clemson Tigers, my, my alma mater, to the Lees McRae, who 
Well, they're we have beautiful. a really good lacrosse team. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us on another Gear and Review episode. Uh, this is Bobby Ratu. Mark Berry. And we are out of here. And talk to you next time.